Blog Talk Radio. Monday. Welcome back. Today is a day. Today it, is, it was a weekend. Let's just <laughs> throw that out there. I cackled. I, I don't know. I don't know. But yes, it was a weekend. It was quite a weekend. Did you find out that you can drive sleds with golf carts on dirt roads? Make a thought process. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you can drag sleds with a golf cart on dirt roads. (laughs) If you're friends with Chris on Facebook, he posted the video. Oh, my God. It's funny. No one ever gets hurt. We were joking at first. Like, do we still have that sled? Because we did it on on, uh, Christmas. (laughs) In the thought process. In the wintertime. Um, it's no. Christy was like, we can do it with this, and he just like sigh. I don't know. <laughs> Tech guys outside being weird. Oh my god! But anyway, this week I asked. Oh, hold on, let me open it again to make sure nobody else commented. But I asked if you could investigate anywhere, where would it be? You could investigate anywhere where it would be. Um, hmm. In one place. Could be something that doesn't exist anymore. Could be anything. Just like one place you've always wanted to go to. Does that have to be like well known? No. I would love to investigate the house that my cousin killed his family in. Fair enough. I think we've talked about that before, but you can discuss that again just to... That my cousin went ballistic, came home Thanksgiving weekend, killed his mom, dad, two brothers, stuck one of the bodies in a toy chest. I would love to investigate that house. Yeah, but people live in it now, right? Most likely. Do you know what the address is? I can find out. Not that I think they'd let us in, but probably not. I would like to Google Earth that. You, like, sigh out there? No. Is it that? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. The wages are happening. If you could investigate anywhere, where would it be? If I could investigate anywhere, where would it be? Uh, 
by the Lizzie Borden House. Lizzie Borden House, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. How about you? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, probably Bobby Maggie's. Yeah, Bobby Maggie's. <clears throat> or Pennhurst. I would really like to go to Pennhurst, but you can't go to yeah. Pennhurst. I would also really like to go to Dudley Town. Yeah. Another place you can't get into that I would love to get into. I'd like to go to Trans Allegheny. Yes, that one you can get into. Um, let's see. People said this one I'd never heard of. Somebody said, well, first somebody said the White House, which I did not know was haunted. I did. Um, hold on. Ghosts in the White House, Ronald Reagan's ghost. They say there's Lincoln's ghost. You ready to start yet? Yes. Oh, you're already on? Yeah, yeah. That's why I just asked you that question. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, we are live. You're usually sleeping while we're doing this. Have you ever heard of the Myrtle's Plantation? Yeah. Yeah, I investigated that on Ghost Adventures. Oh, I had not heard of the Myrtle's Plantation. Well, somebody said that. What is it? Plantation. No, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Thank you, Captain Obvious. But why is it haunted? Okay, the plantation. Plantation. <laughs> it's rumored to be on top of ancient Indian burial grounds. Is this the one where they put the hung the backpack off of Aaron's or the boombox off Aaron's backpack? I think so. They were playing like Indian music. I think so. <laughs> I'd also like to check out Moon River Brewery. I think that would be cool. Is that the one in Savannah? Yes. Oh, I put a candle on that, by the way. I didn't light it though. I noticed. Yeah. Okay. Captain Obvious. <laughs> so it says. It's um oh it's it's a bed and breakfast so it's open. Myrtle's plantation offers historical and mystery tours. Touted as one of America's most haunted homes, the plantation is supposedly the home of at least twelve ghosts. Dolphin reported that ten murders occurred in the house, but historical records only indicate the murder of William Winter. William Drew Winter is also a very popular character in the plantation. He was an attorney who lived in the plantation from 1865 until 1871. He was shot by a stranger. After being shot, he staggered inside the house and died trying to climb the stairs. He died on the 17th step of the stairs. Until today, visitors as well as employees in the hotel still, still hear his dying footsteps. In 2002, Unsolved Mysteries filmed a segment in Legend Haunting the Plantation. According to the host, the production crew experienced <coughs> technical difficulties during production of the segment. The Myrtles was also featured on a 2005 episode of Ghost Hunters. The TV series Ghost Adventures also filmed an episode that would tell it was the most terrifying place, whatever. So. <coughs> That's Myrtles. I... I I mean, I've seen that episode, but I'd never heard of that. Wanted thanks to one slave's bloody revenge. So maybe they think a slave shot him? I don't know. I don't know a lot about it, but I I know I've heard of it. Uh, Great. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. There was a general that lived there that died. And then he left the house to his daughter. She died. They hung her from a tree, and they she died, and they cut her body down and threw it in a river. That's mm-hmm. fucked up. Okay, so, yeah, I would like to go there. Where is it? There's a book down south somewhere. Uh, Louisiana. Let's see, what was the next one? Uh, somebody said Auschwitz. Or ground zero where 9-11 happens. But realistically, I couldn't. I have to pay my respects by not investigating there. Leave well in the saloon. I would fucking investigate there. I want to go right in those hallways that are still exist for 9-11. I also feel like Auschwitz would be cool. I would just want to go to Auschwitz to go to Auschwitz. 
Well, we said it. <laughs> it was said. <laughs> um, one world trade center tower making haunting moaning sounds. Chilling clip captures ghosts rising from 9-11 wreckage. Is that true? <laughs> well, it's just like they saw the devil's face in the smoke. They're always going to say that kind of shit, though. Blame Satan for everything. <laughs> you who were sacrificing to Satan last night—that <laughs> was hilarious. Never give the two of them your phone and let them answer emails. They will tell them that you need to sacrifice small animals and small pets to the Dark Lord <laughs> on June twenty-eighth at twelve fifty-six, because that's when the next full moon is. At least you put some effort into it. I know, we had to look that up. You did. I saw you Googling that. I'm like, what the fuck are they Googling? And then you, they took my phone and walked away. And I, oh, I don't, that is fake. That's a, what, that, no, it's a reflection. It's also not the real wreckage. It's like a picture. Yeah. Yeah, no. No ghostly thing flying over us. We call bullshit. Yes. You know what I wonder what happened with, with Sir No-Face? Is that ever coming out? Yeah, because I just didn't buy it. Oh, it's out? Yeah. Oh. Um, let's see. Somebody said Alcatraz. I would like to go Alcatraz, but I don't think you can go to Alcatraz. I think you just take, like, a tour in Alcatraz. Yeah. Another one in California? Yeah. Um, somebody said Waverly Hills. Shaggy actually said Waverly Hills, and Shaggy will be on next week. Um, you know, I don't actually know what Auschwitz looks like. Yeah, we gotta go to Auschwitz. <laughs> Is it like open to the public? Probably not. I don't know. I'm gonna go with you. Probably take tours there. Visiting Auschwitz. Plan your visit. Sounds like you're going to the friggin' Bahamas. Admissions to the grounds of Auschwitz Memorial is free of charge. It's free. Fees are charged for engaging a guide. Visitors and groups are required to engage in an Auschwitz guide. There is also possibility for individual visitors. The grounded buildings of, of Auschwitz I and Auschwitz II camps are open to visitors. The duration of a visitor's a visit is determined solely by the individual. Um, yeah, so you can. I don't know what you can actually like get into. Have you ever gone to the Holocaust Museum down in D.C.? Yes. That place That's, is fucked up. Yeah, that is. They have a train car, and you can still smell death. No, the 9-11 Museum was pretty fucked up. Yeah, I think as long as we've ever been quiet in our life. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh because that's not funny, but it, but it is. It's true. I think we said three words to each other the entire time. Yeah, that place is fucked up. It's not fucked, it's fucked up, but it's cool and worth the trip. Yeah. I wonder, see, oh, you can get in the buildings. Can you? Well, I think it's gated off, so probably if you can get in. Yeah. yeah. All right. You can go to Auschwitz and you can get in the building. That's cool. What's the difference between Auschwitz 1 and Auschwitz 2? 
I, I don't know. I was going to make a joke, but probably shouldn't. No. I did make a PG-13, so. Hmm. <laughs> I know better than. <laughs> what did it let me move it? Well, you could take a virtual tour of Auschwitz. That's cool. Oh, and somebody else said the Winchester Mystery House, which I would like to go to. Yeah. To investigate one, but really just to walk around. I like to go to the Shanley. But we need a lot of people to make that not expensive. It's in New York, right? Yeah. Let's see. Shanley Hotel. I feel like they didn't have a website the last time I tried to look. I don't know they do. I'm not the gym. I don't actually know the history of this. I just know everybody talks about it and says that we should go. Yeah, it's just expensive to rent the place to yourself. Um, it's in the Shawnengunk Mountains oh. in Napanock, New York. Um, it's a historic bed and breakfast. It's supposed to travel famous guests as well as the new infamous ones that used to patronage the Gentleman's Club in Bordello. A few of these guests have never left and still linger in the corridors. In 1845, Thomas Rich was the first to put mortar to stone, or more actually nailed to wood, and erect the Rich's Hotel on Main Street. Napanok was a nice vacation destination from those, I don't know what he's doing, from those attempting to escape the hustle and bustle of the larger cities. Due to the convenience of the railroad, many a traveler came to rest his head. On the top, Miss... He just ate something. Now it's on his mouth. I think it's a fly. Oh, it's a moth. Oh, the cat just caught a moth. Good for you, cat. Um, let's see. Oh, it changed hands a few times in 1887. Adolf Wagner. Remember when we found Adolf's crematorium? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we were in, was that Chicago? Showman, yeah, we were in Showman's Rest right outside of Chicago. And we were trying to find the uh, circus burial. Showman's Rest. Yes. Grounds, and we drove past this crematorium that was very appropriately named Adolph's Crematorium. And we drove past it about 48 times trying to take a picture. We did get a picture. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, most notable owner for, for whom the hotel is still named was James Shanley. When his family immigrated to New York City from Ireland, uh, they found success in opening restaurants and hotels. Okay, how you tell me if you haunted. That's all I want to know. Uh, okay. There we go. Beatrice loved his okay, so his wife, Beatrice, loved children and dreamed of having a large family with her beloved James on January sixth. Huh. January sixth. Mm-hmm. Nineteen twelve she gave birth to the first daughter, Kathleen. The poor soul only lived a little shy of six months. She would go on to give birth to two more children. James Stanley Jr., who lived four and a half months, and William Shanley, who died at a little over nine months. What the fuck were these people doing to their kids? Uh, her broken... Can I make a joke about that? Yes. Rape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Her broken heart could still be felt within the walls of the haunted Stanley Hotel. Many guests have witnessed a woman in period dress wandering through the hallways. She was she off... probably washed. I was just thinking that... <laughs> Oh, she was also known for her fragrant perfume, and several people had suddenly smelled a glorious scent that many believed to be Mrs. Shanley's. Um, 
Then somebody else named Esther died of influenza, leaving a grief-stricken sister to raise her girls. Tragedy was not limited to the Shanley family. The barber, Peter Gregor, who James had hired, lived in the Shanley Hotel with his family. His youngest daughter, Rosie, was only three years old when she met a horrible demise. Come on, sorry, don't bring children to this place. Apparently. It says the little girl had wandered across the road to the Hornbeak Farm, where she lifted a wooden slab to peer into the covered well. Losing her balance, Rosie toppled into the well, striking her head upon the rocks as she fell. Her body was found nearly two hours later, leaving her broken heart, leaving her broken-hearted father with a difficult decision. He came to the conclusion that he could no longer live at the site of the tragic accident, so he gathered his wife, remaining daughter, and returned to Brooklyn. Many people have seen the apparition of the little girl and have heard her speaking to them from the shadows in the hallways. In September of 1915, another tragic moment occurred for a nearby family. Dr. Walter Nelson Thayer was backing his car out of the alley that ran between his home and the hotel. His five-year-old son, Walter, his five-year-old son, Walter uh, Nelson Thayer III, jumped onto the running board only to fall off again. The car backed over him, and he suffered severe head injuries, but did not die from the incident. For years, many believed that the boy was the spirit affectionately called Jonathan that plays in the attic. If he wasn't given... He wasn't the victim of the car accident. Who is the little boy? Yeah, you really shouldn't be a child around here. Yeah. After young Rosie's death and her family left the Shanley Hotel, the attempt to legislate morality became the norm for the Congress of the United States. And they issued the 18th Amendment prohibiting the transportation and sale of alcohol in the United States. Several establishments found ways to flout the audacity of the law. James was not immune to the desire to please his clientele. What was the Gregor apartment? What was once the Gregor apartment became an active bordello with uh, ladies there to meet the ever-pleasure of those who frequented the speakeasy slash gentlemen's club. One might wonder how these pleasures of the flesh would have been given countenance by Beatrice. No one knows for sure, but we do know that the hotel had been conducting similar business since its inception as the Rich Hotel. We also know that James was actively involved with John Powers, a known liquor bootlegger. Could you imagine being alive when the Prohibition happened? That would be horrible. <laughs> Uh, the, two, the two kept the illegal sweet nectar hidden beneath the bar through a trap door. A raid was conducted on the Shanley Hotel on February 26, 1932, which led to the confiscation of the alcohol and the arrest of John Powers and James Shanley. Although both were arraigned in federal court, neither did any time. It's possible that they were simply given a fine, but let's always remember the close connection that Beatrice and James had with President Roosevelt and his wife. Sometimes it comes in handy having friends in high places. Uh, James passed away in 1937 after suffering a massive heart attack. The community was heartbroken and expressed their sorrow through letters and flowers. Eleanor Roosevelt sent a letter to Beatrice expressing her sorrow that she had not known of his death in time to make the funeral. Uh, Beatrice sold the Shanley Hotel to Alan H. Hazen, who ran the hotel until his death in 1971. Under his management, the silent room gained its moniker. The story that has been shared is that if Al had encountered too many spirits, the kind that requires imbibing, the staff and guests would tiptoe around as he slept it off in the silent room. Uh, throughout the next few decades, the Shanley changed ownership and even served the community as a tavern. 
that from 2007 until his death in July of 2016, Sal poured his heart into the building, bringing it back to life and giving both guests and the spirits a second home. Now that the haunted Shanley Hotel has reopened, you will not want to miss the opportunity to sleep with the spirits. Maybe you will have the opportunity to catch a glimpse of Beatrice James, Rosie John, Joe, or Jonathan, or the several other spirits that still linger uh, in the corridors and room waiting make you feel right at home. So basically it's all children that die. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's that. Let's see. But the thing is this, you can book a room but you can also rent out the entire um, place, I believe. How much is it for the entire place? $1,300. Sorry, I sneezed. <laughs> <clears throat> um, it just asked me, like, can, is that all you do is rent it for the whole night? It's not giving me much of another... Uh, I think just email them or call them. Yeah, because I think I had emailed them asking if they emailed me back. Okay. Well, this place is in New York, and it's cool. So. It's not as far as um, Kingsdale. No. The Stanley Hotel, too, I would like to go to. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the one that uh, the Shining? Yep. Yeah. Did they actually film it there? Or just based on it? It's just based on it. Stephen King stayed there and had uh, paranormal experiences that turned into The Shining. Yeah. And you can do night spirit tours and stuff. You know what they never did was turn Waverly into a hotel. You remember they were talking about that? Yeah. That's part of the reason why I looked it up because I mean I went there in 2012 but they were talking about that. That's a cool place. I would like to go. We really hold here. And that's cool because it's you're in there with like 100 other people, uh, 50 to 70 other people I would say. But they break you up into smaller groups and basically give you your own floor for an hour. So, like, you're in there with a big group of people, but you're not in there with, like, everybody. And if you go with a big enough group of people, you don't have to be put with anybody you don't know. We literally have four friends. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was only five of us when I was there in a group. One more. (laughs) Well, it's Sloan and Steph. We're good. Yeah, and his friend wants to go. There you go. There you go. Six. Six. We've just upped it. That's cool. The body shoots the best, but I I liked it better the first way, Josh. But <laughs> I'm not sick. I held the guinea pig, and now I am sniffly. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I That's what it is. Oh my lord. The Dark Lord? No. I'm not making sacrifices with small pets to the Dark Lord. Uh, Do you guys routinely make sacrifices with small pets to the Dark Lord? Look at all the fires. Those are flies. They have (laughs) holes. I need new friends. 
Oh, I'm forgetting weirder by the day. <laughs> because I have put the two weird together, so now the two weird is making one big weird. <laughs> it's just a snowball. Yeah, I could handle it, but it was just one. I'm having a hard time handling multiples. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they bounce off each other. Oh, Lord. I'm trying to think of where else I would, like, I've always wanted to go, but I haven't. I like to investigate the Hornet. Yeah. The Queen Mary. I'm trying to think of, like, not a commercialized place. The Oliver House. The Sally House. Sally House. Um, Too bad they tore Greystone down. It's some of it still exists, but not the parts you can get into. I would love to get into Rockland Psych because they have tunnels. Yeah. Bloodsworth has tunnels somewhere, and there's gel cells in the tunnels. How do we get there? I think that's where you have to go down. Um, a guinea pig. And yes, um, I think it's that like where we wanted to go down. Uh, yeah, see, <clears throat> I don't know how you get into it, but apparently there's all sorts of shit in these tunnels. On a scale of one to ten, how uncomfortable would you be down there? Full blown forty eight. <laughs> Would I still go? Probably. But I would be a full-blown, like, 48. I wouldn't go, though, if we had to, like, repel in. I'm out on that one. <laughs> I am out. And I want to get into the factory building. I think this, I've never been in here. An iron lung. <clears throat> Would you go down that? This is how Christy dies. Would you go in that? Sure. Home of the earth. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to figure that out. I'm going to do a little research and figure out how you're supposed to get inside of that. And then we're going to lower one or both of you down the <laughs> hole while I stand up top panicked that you're <laughs> never coming back. <laughs> that's, that's it. They're both gone. I think I know the Sally House. I have not been sacrificing to the Dark Lord. <laughs> they made it seem like I was sacrificing to the Dark Lord. <laughs> yeah, things have taken a uh, hard left. Uh, remember, I also used to have hair. You did. You used to have more hair than I did. Uh, oh, I spelled the Sally House wrong. Atchison's? What's the story of the Sally House? That's the one where that guy got like viciously attacked in the basement. It says, originally built at the turn of the century, this house became the residence of an Atchison's physician. The front served as uh, office space and examination rooms while the doctor and his family lived upstairs. One day, a frantic mother arrived carrying her six-year-old daughter, Sally. The child had collapsed from severe abdominal pain. The doctor diagnosed appendicitis and knew there was no time to delay surgery. Believing the appendix would soon burst, the doctor began cutting Sally before the anesthesia took full effect. 
Sally's scream suddenly stopped and she grew pale and limp. She died on the operating table. Her last memories of a man whom she believed was torturing her. Reports of Sally's haunting grew even more ominous in 1993 when the house was rented to a young couple. Their dog seemed to growl at nothing, especially near the upstairs nursery. Things began to take a violent turn, however. Fires broke out in the house and a series of sinister attacks on the husband began. The operating area would become cold. Objects could visibly move when the young man drew near. He could feel scratches upon his chest or abdomen, but never did the ghost attack the wife or the baby. So I guess, essentially, they're saying that the little girl uh, doesn't like men. <laughs> well, the last thing she remembers is that dude cutting her open. Then she doesn't like men. Maybe some people like that shit. I repeat, I need new friends. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, events that have been witnessed by today's visitors to the Sally House are cameras, video, and investigative equipment that stop working, or once the batteries are full, they then immediately completely drain. Visitors also experience moving objects, have noticed scratches, or bruising on their bodies during or after visits that are unexplained. Physical touches, mysterious coldness. Trained guide dogs allowed to enter the house have barked outside or will not enter the nursery. The, uh, psychics uh, have confirmed the presence of spirits dwelling in the home, and many actually have communicated with them. And skeptics have left believers. Visits by paranormal investigators have provided audio, video, and photographic proof of paranormal activity. The house has also received coverage on several television networks, including A&E, the Travel Channel, Discovery Channel, blah, 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 blah. Apparently, this whole town has a bunch of haunted activities to do. Cemetery tours, overnight tours, Sally House tours, paranormal investigations, murder mystery dinner. I would love to do a murder mystery dinner. Yeah, I would like that. Why don't we just talk about that? Yeah. Hold on, let me click it. Where, what, what state is this in? What? Sally House? I want to say, like, Midwest somewhere. Um, Indiana, maybe? I just, I was just on the page. Uh, okay, here we go. This sounds fun. Join us for an interactive murder mystery dinner. How to play in eight easy steps. One, guests arrive at the party in character. Each guest receives a detailed character description ahead of time with background information on the yeah. party. Mm-hmm. Two, host reads an introduction to the party. This explains how the night is to proceed. Three, guests receive a prepared envelope with information and objectives. Guests start mingling and verbally sleuthing as they enjoy the party. Four, murder occurs. Five, investigator reads a short synopsis of how to proceed. Guests get more info and objectives and continue sleuthing as party continues. Six, investigator presents evidence. Guests review evidence before making final accusations. Seven, most hands out, host hands out accusation sheets. Guests guess the murderer and vote the best dress, best acting, and the murderer is revealed. That sounds fun. I really like that. Not if we ever end up in Kansas one day. We might, you never know. <clears throat> we drove to Iowa. We did, but I don't think that's anywhere near Kansas. I have no idea where Kansas is in the United States. Kansas is much closer than Iowa. Kansas is much closer than Iowa, so if we did Kansas, we can do Iowa. You mean if we could do Iowa, yes. we could do Kansas? I thought it was raining. It's an air conditioner. It's like, holy shit. It's all because of the pig. Oh, Lord. I didn't stuff my face into its stomach. She just sat right there. 
Now we wait. What is it supposed to do? Spin. Spin. We're all just going to sit here staring at it. Like, wait. <laughs> what if it's just a demon in your house making it spin? Yeah, I would like to, to stop, take a little sidebar here. We were gone all weekend. I came home. Oh, yeah. There was a piece of art that came off the wall. The nail stayed. The nail stayed. I don't see why it fell. And there was a drawer open. And the cat wasn't here. Yeah, and the cat wasn't here. Because I know the cat can uh, open drawers. Yes. Was it a heavy piece of... Uh, yeah, yeah freaking huge. Oh, that. Yeah. The gaping... Well, open spot. Okay. Right, that thing's moving. Is it? Oh, look, it really is. Look at us. Look at you. Hercules, Hercules. I think they were asleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chrissy's had a day. Yes, she has. And it took my, my dad to get a new cell phone today. You You can only imagine. I mean, I could imagine. Could you imagine trying to teach your mom how to use a smartphone? I, I no, I'd, I'd rather just drown myself in the liver. <laughs> no, it wasn't the cat. The cat wasn't here. The cat was no. The cat was away. On vacation too. Sure, this is a special. That's on Prime. Or is there? Yeah. Apparently, there's a special on Prime about the Sally House. The only things that were here were the snake and the guinea pig, and both of them are. Where is the snake? snake? He's uh, underneath. Oh. I was like, um, maybe the snake got out and tore the thing down. No, he was pissing me yesterday. I dropped water on his head. Yeah, he's hiding. Aren't you supposed to use a spray bottle? He also doesn't like you very much. He hates me. Everything. Most yeah. things hate me. The cat, the cat's warming up. And the guinea pig likes me. You're the only reason I have the fucking guinea pig. Huh? Where did the cat go? That's why you can't sacrifice it to the Dark Lord, because... That's, uh... I don't know where the cat went. He's not in the window anymore. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, I didn't want to click on that. I caught my eyes at you now, too. Let's see. See, Eastern State people talk about all the time, but you can't, like, rent it. Yeah, you can't do anything. It's a ghost tour, and it's, like, for four hours with a giant group of people. And it's not overnight, I don't think. I think it's, like, six to ten. Yeah. And we learn our lesson. People that do that tend to be unpleasant. Let's see. Hotel Monta Vista in Flagstaff, Arizona. Um, <clears throat> a long-term boarder who had a habit of hanging raw meat from the chandelier in room 210. That's awesome. Two women who were thrown from the third floor and now attempt to asphyxiate male guests in their sleep. An infant whose disturbing cries have sent staff members running upstairs from the basement. An actor, John Wayne, apparently even had a paranormal encounter. Oh, the Pine Barrens. Yeah. In New Jersey. Uh, spans over, I didn't realize it was that big. It's huge. Yeah, it's huge. One million acres and seven counties in New Jersey. Yeah. 
Yes, Areas throughout during the colonial period hosted the sawmills, paper mills, and other industries. People eventually abandoned the mills and surrounding villages when coal was discovered to the west in Pennsylvania, living behind ghost towns, and some say a few supernatural wanderers. The most popular Pine Barren residence is without a doubt the Jersey Devil. According to the legend, the creature was born in 1735 to Deborah Leeds, her 13 child, with leathery wings, a goat's head, and hooves. It flew up the Leeds chimney and into the Barrens, where it has reportedly been killing livestock and creeping out South Jersey residents ever since. South Jersey residents are just creepy in general. <laughs> uh, San Fernando Cathedral in Texas is apparently haunted. Um, apparently by three... When construction workers started renovating the church in 1936, they unearthed bones, nails, and tattered military uniforms near the altar, which some believe belonged to the three soldiers of the Alamo. Since the disturbing incident, visitors have reported chattery figures and in their photographs, as well as ghosts in the back of the church itself. Such otherworldly inhabitants include a man dressed in black and figures in hooded monk-like clothing. Uh, okay, here we go. Myrtle Plantation. We just talked about that one. Uh, the Queen Mary. Which one? Is it the Queen Mary or the Hornet? The one that, I think it was the Hornet in that Ghost Adventures episode where they got, like, the super intelligent, like, responses back on the spirit box. I think that's the Hornet. Yeah, they had, like, a 30-minute conversation with somebody. That was one of the best. Well, that looks fun. The Mitzvah. Mitzvah Ghost Adventures went there, too. Mitzvah Hotel in yeah. Canopa, Nevada. I think they did. Uh, they did a lot in Nevada. That's because that's where they're from. Yeah. Mitzvah Hotel opened in 1907 as one of Nevada's first luxury hotels, complete with solid granite walls and Victorian-era decor, and it was fully restored in 2011. But the Swanky Hotel's history is a blood res, is a scarlet furnishings, one it proudly embraces. Legend has it that a woman died on the fifth floor and her soul never left the building. The lady in red now reportedly makes her presence known by whispering in men's ears and leaving pearls from her broken necklace on guest pillows. The mitzvah honors or capitalizes on her reputation by letting visitors stay in the lady in red suite or order the lady in red, the lady bloody Mary at the hotel restaurant. <laughs> Gettysburg. I really enjoyed Gettysburg, too. Yeah. Um, what's that? That was cool. Uh, the Pittock Mansion in Portland, Oregon. Um, Henry and Georgina Pittock decided to build their dream house when they reached their golden years in 1909, spurring the innovative design and construction of the Pittock Mansion. Unfortunately, the couple only got to enjoy their home for a few years before passing away. Georgiana in 1918 and Henry in 1919. The building is now a public landmark where some strange occurrences have been reported, such as the smell of roses, Georgina's favorite bloom, filling a room with no flowers in it, and a childhood painting of Henry moving on its own from spot to spot within the house. Clearly, death was not enough of a reason for the Pittocks to vacate their beloved home. Trans-Allegheny, mm-hmm. West Virginia. Um, this asylum opened its doors to patients in 1864, and in the 1950s, the West Virginia facility reached its peak, housing more than t- uh, 2,400 patients, even though it was designed to hold only 250. Holy shit. The severe overcrowding led to inhumane conditions like lack of heat and uh, convalescence kept in cages. And patients started acting increasingly violent from starting fires to attacking staff members. The asylum finally closed in 1994, but the souls of some patients are sent to linger. The only problem with that with Trans-Allegheny is you can't do the whole building at once. 
like when you book an overnight investigation, you either only get to do like building A and building B, or you get to do C and D. Like you can't do all of them. Mm-hmm. Like you get you have to choose. Like I want to do, you know, the main building and a dorm, or I want to do the you know this building and that. It's the only like downside to that, but I guess it's too big. Uh, Queen Anne Hotel. I feel like they did that one. When it was originally built in 1890, the Victorian Hotel in San Francisco served as an etiquette school for girls. It's since been reborn as a 48-room hotel. The ghost of Miss Mary Lake, the school's late headmistress, is said to haunt all town, particularly in room 410. Jesus, all right. <laughs> That's a freaking staircase that I no, it's not. That was not that high. I would like to go there. St. Augustine Lighthouse in Florida. Yeah. St. Augustine Lighthouse is visited by nearly 200,000 people annually, but it is just as well known for its otherworldly visitors. Several tragic events occurred at the now historic site that have contributed to the alleged paranormal activity. One of the first was when the lighthouse keeper fell to his death while painting the tower. His ghost has since been spotted watching over the grounds. Another event was the horrific death of three young girls who drowned when the cart they were playing in broke and fell into the ocean. Anthony wrote a cool lighthouse story. Yeah. Yes, I did. See what the link? Yeah. Here, move over here. Let him sit there and talk about that for a minute. I don't waste time. <laughs> talk about your story. Shift. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Let's put the link. There. Hi, everybody. <laughs> um. Put you on the spot. Yeah, thanks. You're welcome. We're going for the link? <laughs> on our Facebook. Oh, all right, yeah. I'll do it from here. We'll do it when we're done. Yeah, that works. So I found Executioner's Rock to be, uh, and the lighthouse there to be a very interesting thing. So I wrote a story about it, and Carl Panzram, who is a serial killer, um, who supposedly haunts the place, um... Yeah, I mean it's uh it's an interesting little short story. I don't know what else to say besides that. I mean, the place is fucked up beyond belief. Apparently they used to um tie soldiers during the Revolutionary War to the rocks at low tide and water would come up at high tide and they they would drown, you know, take hours and hours and hours. And um you know, it's supposed to be really, really, really paranormally active. So I wrote a short story, and that short story actually got me accepted into a writing group, which is pretty cool. Oh, so, that story? Yeah, I sent them this story. Um, and it's in three parts, and I'll put the link up on the Facebook later so you can all read it. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's a really screwed up place. Carl Panzram was, was really... So it's a real place? Yeah. It is a real place. It's yeah. in the Long Island Sound, and... Uh, Again, investigate all the Ghost Adventures. Yeah, yeah. They, they, I don't watch Ghost Adventures routinely like the two of you do. Yeah, they did. They investigated it. And um, it's uh, it's definitely a screwed up place. Carl Pantram apparently sodomized like a thousand different men. Left Ew. their bodies. Yeah, left their bodies on the, on the rocks and everything. Yeah, he, he uh, ran a stolen ship aground there and later on dragged it out to sea and sank it. It's... Uh, very strange. He would also throw his victims, like the people he killed, off there because they figured, oh, you know. Yeah, that's that's well, that's where he would take them after he picked them up in bars and stuff, got them all drunk. He would take them out there, sodomize them, kill them, throw them off the throw them off the rocks. 
Yeah, so. he said he claimed in a posthumous autobiography in the summer of 1920 that he raped and killed a total of 10 sailors and dumped their bodies at sea near Execution Rock Flight. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Yeah, and then one of his uh, one of his last statements before uh, before he died was that he killed over a thousand people. Supposedly, so I don't know. I don't know how true that is, or you know, he was just a screwed up guy. But according to him, it was a thousand people. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, the Dark Lord. Yeah, <laughs> he he was really really sacrificing to the Dark Lord. Obviously, you have Googled him. Well, yeah, I do. I did a lot of research before I wrote the story. How did he die? Oh, he was he was hanged. So he got arrested for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He he was arrested multiple times, <laughs> many times. <laughs> he kept escaping. And... Good for him. Yeah, he, he was, was determined. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, he said, uh, I could kill a dozen men while you're screwing around. <laughs> so, like, you know, when he was when he was being hanged, he yeah. just wanted to die at that point. That's a fucked up man. Yeah, he's a, he was a screwed up dude. He was a very screwed up dude. Uh, wrote a detailed summary. Yeah. Yeah, here it is. In my lifetime, I've murdered 21 human beings. I've committed thousands of burglaries, robberies, larcenies, arsons, and last but not least, I have committed sodomy on more than 1,000 male human beings. For all these things, I am not in the least bit sorry. Jesus Christ. And that was like his killing ground out there in execution rock. You know, it, uh, it's a fucked up place. And it's not that far away from us. It's right in the Long Island Don't Sound. Do it? You can. You have to charter a boat, obviously, because it's, it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's an island in the middle of Long Island Sound with a lighthouse on it. For a boat. <laughs> Amy can't row to save <laughs> I mean, if Robin drank me through the water. <laughs> you're not allowed the boat. You can't contribute to the rowing. You're not allowed the boat. But, um,. Yeah, so I hope you guys all read the story and enjoy it. Yeah, we'll post it on our Facebook. We'll post the link up in a little bit. The fuck is it? Oh, there it is. I got it, I got it.
next week with Shaggy. Actually, this time. Yes. He really did have a small medical emergency. <laughs> he was not just ditching us. Yeah. So, we'll be back next week with Shaggy. Yep. Adios.